Hey, survivors, Camille from Surviving the Badge. Hey, let's talk about that palm print found at the Idaho student murder scene, shall we? Hey, it's Christmas season, so I figured I'd try a little eggnog. I'm usually not an eggnog drinker, but this one has lots of bourbon in it, so it's yummy. It's good. So Fox News <clears throat> reported just recently, two days ago, a day and a half ago, that, and, and they actually took a picture from the outside, it was a, uh, a palm print, a, a whole handprint on the glass at the uh, townhouse or the apartment of the uh, Idaho um, student murder scene. And that got me thinking, maybe I should explain some reality of what's going on with this scene. Everybody's like, why is it taking so long? Oh my God, why don't they have... It's not the CSI that you see on TV. And actually, it's called the CSI effect. When people expect the scene to be wrapped up in an hour, hey, we should have, you know, we should have a perp walk going you know, right there because that's how long it should take. 30 minutes, an hour, no longer than that. That's not the reality of what's going on here, especially with such a bad scene like this. In the area where I live, there was a scene several years ago where six people were beat to death with baseball bats, and they killed the dog also. And crime scene investigators were in there a good three weeks to a month just processing all of the amount of evidence there. Um, luckily, that guy's on, on death row now, and uh, it was solved. So let's talk about um, let's talk about different things regarding fingerprints, and we can do another thing on uh, on DNA later. But fingerprints. So the fingerprint or the handprint on the outside of the window at this uh, apartment or townhouse, all that really shows is whoever that belongs to was there. We don't know when they were there. We don't know who it belongs to. They may know by now. But it doesn't necessarily solve the case. It's it's intriguing, it's exciting, and all that. But but let's let's dive into um, fingerprints and handprints. So I was a detective, uh, 15 years, did a lot of crime scene work myself, and uh, I mean I should have had the uh, nickname of smudges and smears because that's the vast majority of all the fingerprints you're going to get at a crime scene. You're going to get a smudge, a smear, not a great print. On the other hand, there are times when you will get a good quality print from a crime scene. And it's it's beautiful. You send it in, the examiner, they're going to look for great minutia points, end ridges. Fingerprints are, are friction skin on the fingers. And it, it stops and starts, has islands, all kinds of this minutia. And that's what the, the examiner, the fingerprint examiner is going to look at to see if it's a good quality print. Now, if it's a good quality print and there's several of these uh, minutia points that the examiner can identify, they're going to put it in a system called APHIS. APHIS stands for the Automated Fingerprint Identification System. Now, APHIS, it's not like the movies where it comes up flashing, match, match, match. No, it's, it's not that at all. When the fingerprint examiner takes the fingerprint from the scene, the lift print from the scene, and finds the minutia points, points that will possibly, hopefully, identify a suspect, they will put that in, and it goes into a logarithm, and it search, searches millions of fingerprints, and it narrows down the selection. It doesn't make a match. It narrows down a selection 
six, ten, whatever, and then the examiner will look at those and say, nope, that's not him, nope, that's not them, nope, that's not them. Oh, wait, this one's close. And they will actually take that fingerprint card from when that individual was arrested and do a visual comparison of the print lifted at the scene and the fingerprint card. It's, like I said, it's not the movie's flash, match, match. A person, a human being, will make that identification. And then most of the time, what the examiner will do will let another examiner say, hey, this is what I got, what do you think? And that way it's, it's a double check. I don't believe we're in a position yet in this country, maybe even the world, to let a computer put us on death row, make that decision to put somebody on death row. It's still in the hands of an individual. And that is a good quality APHIS print. What it does is it makes it easier for the examiner. Now, the individual has to be in the system. If the person is not in the system, then it, it's just going to hang out there and la 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 and just sit there until maybe somebody's arrested later. Um, so they have to be in the system for the APHIS to make a possible match, make it easier for the examiner. And the examiner is just, it, it takes and narrows down tens of thousands of fingerprints into a handful. Unfortunately, most fingerprints are, like I said before, smudgings and smears, partials, palm prints, things like that. And when you have that, and there's not a lot of good minutiae points for the examiner, then um, it, it's, it's a lot harder for us to make an identification. What the detectives have to do is they have to come up with a suspect. Oh, yeah, you know, this person was hanging out in the area. There was threats. All right, well, let's let this person look them up. Yep, their fingerprints are in the system. Grab those fingerprints. Send them to the examiner. Say, hey, we think that maybe this person, this Bobby Smith, is our guy. Can you check the lift prints from there? And that's that's little old school way of doing it but without using APHIS you have to uh, make an identification of um, a, a suspect to match them to now what they're also doing is this this apartment this this place where all these students were living just like my my son's house he lives in a, in a college house and there's people in and out in and out and parties and all this so what the detectives are, are doing if they haven't completed this already they're going to do what's called elimination prints and they're going to take prints from the victims the living um, remaining roommates anybody who's ever been in that house anybody who's come and gone anybody who's been uh, um, a party at a party there and they're going to collect those fingerprints from that scene and hopefully eliminate and leave the a single source or a single set of fingerprints that don't belong to anybody that we know have been in the house and that's that's how we narrow down to get a suspect and that's the suspect's prints we hope uh when you look at the picture of the, of the palm print when i was a detective our our agency our county was collecting palm prints but there was not a palm print uh, system like the APHIS system. Uh, the FBI runs what's called the um, National Palm Print System, NPPS, and it's a collection of palm prints. And uh, about a third of all crime scenes have palm prints. I, I used to get palm prints all the time, especially on the windowsill. People would come through the window and, and put their hands on the windowsill. We'd catch um, palm prints that way. But it wasn't a system we'd have to, again, identify a suspect and say, hey, can you 
check these prints for this um, th this known prints for our lifts here. Uh, it's nice that there is actually a, a palm print system. Well, the bad the bad thing about it is only about half of the states in this country are actually using this uh, palm print system. So hopefully it'll come out to all of the state. So yes, we have a palm print. We have a whole handprint on this window outside. Uh, it may mean something. Hopefully it does. Hopefully we will get to the bottom of this. Um, also, oh, I wanted to bring this up as well. In the picture, and I'll show you the picture in here. In the picture, there's a piece of evidence tape right next to the handprint. Now, I'm not sure what the Idaho uh, State Police and, and the Moscow Police Department's uh, procedure is, but most evidence is identified with, with numbers, one, two, three, four, through whatever. Um, the evidence tape, to me, looks like an integrity seal. It's the evidence tape that tears really easily, and it looks like it's over the window. So you would put evidence tape over all of the entry points, exit points, windows, to keep the integrity of the scene. Now, if they are using this evidence tape to identify possible pieces of evidence, they could be doing that. But to me, in my experience and the crime scenes I've worked, they would put either a sticker that has a number or those little, you've seen the little yellow uh, tents for evidence. But, you know, different states, different agencies do it, do it differently. Anyway, I wanted to talk to you today about evidence and fingerprints and things like that uh before you leave make sure and check out all of our sponsors iraq above tom clam investments in realty and always at surviving a badge we still got your six